Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time you listen to us, we are so glad that you do. And you are listening to another youth ministry podcast where we strive to refocus, recapture, and realign student ministry with a grace-filled and gospel-focused vision. And this this podcast is a ministry of the Board of Youth and Young Adults of the Bible Fellowship Church. And I am one of your hosts, Chris, and I am joined by my two co-hosts, Jared and Tim. Great to be here. It's always a blessing to just sit around this table and talk with you guys. It the is. table's too small. It is. So no one judging you, my table. Well, you know, I need to get like one of your cool mics. My mic is super annoying. You have so, a. Is they all the same? All mic. the same mics. Just mean no. No, the, sorry. I mean the, the stand. The mic stand. The yeah. mic stand. Well, the boom. Whatever it's called. Well, I've got one of the little ones. It's just a little tripod, and I have to like lean over the table to speak. And you guys got these really cool ones that are attached to Chris's bookshelves that <laughs> that pull out. We can and just go. sit back and relax. And then yeah. Yeah. Like this. Every once in a while, you do hear the little spring, right? That's true. One time I hit it. and it yeah. was So today's episode is about being content with what God has given you. <laughs> is that what it's about? <laughs> and transition. And <laughs> Perfect transition. I love it. Today we're talking about Bible literacy. <laughs> and that's true. So we're talking about <laughs> Bible true. literacy. <laughs> What's, and that is and the true. Bible is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is the Bible true or is are we saying that what you just said is true? <laughs> or both? Well, we've been talking about our frustrations and we've been venting a little bit, um, just as, you know, our podcast is all about, you know, being a podcast that is refocuses, recaptures, and realigns youth uh, student ministry with a grace-filled and gospel-focused vision. So we're talking about the things that really do frustrate us as these hosts here, and one of them is that that there's uh, people out there, teachers that are just, or and students that are Bible uh, that don't have Bible literacy, right? Yeah, they're illiterate. Yeah. That's what you're going for, illiterate. I didn't want to go for it. It just wasn't going to come out right. Yeah. <laughs> I, could, I could sense it. I was coming towards it. And I was like, this word is not going to come out. At least you're uh, honest. It's true. I'm always honest. I was at the dentist yesterday and the lady asked me, she goes, uh, so uh, how's your flossing been going? And I, my response was terrible. Yeah. I said, I started five days ago. Because I knew I had the <laughs> <laughs> And she goes, I goes, I was hoping I wouldn't bleed. She goes, here's a hint. It takes two weeks. Oh, she's got to start so she, 14 she days. Pr- practical tip. If you don't want to bleed out. at your dentist cleaning appointment, start two Flossing, weeks before it. Said. All right. Flossing. Can you uh, hashtag this as a dental hygiene? <laughs> dental hygiene. That's, there's, there you go, Chris. Practical tip <laughs> right there. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's jump into what we're actually talking about, which is biblical literacy within student ministry or just among students, those who teach them, those who disciple them. Um, It's really a problem in, in, in the greater church at large, especially in the United States. I will say that there is definitely biblical illiteracy all over the world if you talk to missionaries, but here's the difference between them and us is we've been more blessed by God as far as what we have available to us, not because mm-hmm. God loves us more, but because he's given us for in his providence for reasons known only to himself. He has given us so much Bible teaching, so many versions of the Bible, so many commentaries, so many mm-hmm. systematic theologies, so many churches. We are just, we have so much available to us. And yet, even in, in spite of all of that, there are so many people who don't know their Bibles. Yeah. Would you say it's a pandemic? Epidemic? Epidemic. Yeah, yeah, both. Sure. <laughs> Tim reached over and pushed the button. Touch my button. So, sorry, it was just needed. <laughs> so guys, let's let's zone in on some of the particulars. In student ministry, what is it that 
gets under your skin um, as, as a student pastor or a former one um, as far as what what bothers you the most in student ministry regarding this this topic? I think it goes back to what Tim said a couple episodes ago about the model of youth ministry. If your model is the games, and the lights, and the party, mm-hmm. and the food, and all that, and then you try to shoehorn in like a 10-minute devotional just to call it like, oh, we, we taught the Bible, um, that's going to lead to students not being literate in the Bible because one during those devotions, are you opening the Bible? Are you like walking yeah. through? Yeah. Are they? Are you teaching them how to read the Bible, how to study the Bible? And maybe you are in other devo- in other discipleship groups or something like that. But in that large setting, you're not showing them. So how to what you're what what you're zoning in on here is is um, an issue with the teaching or the focus of the student ministry itself. There's other there's other things that contribute to this, but right. that's one of your yeah, issues. Yeah, like the focus of the ministry. If you're not if it's not focused or centered around the Bible and teaching the Bible, yeah, it's going to lead to. Bible literacy. So a, a ministry centered on the word of God mm-hmm. is uh, or, yeah. what we want. Yes. Yeah. But your your frustration is those that it's just it's just a bunch of games and but, then but a I think random it, devotion. It even goes beyond, uh, I can't think of the word, but it precedes youth ministry. If the children's ministry mm. isn't doing that, yes. the children's ministry yeah. is all about games and like, oh, fun. And then they shoehorn in the tent. You're building a generation that's not going to be, like it breaks my heart when there's students that come into, into youth ministry who don't know where how to open the Bible and find a book of the Bible. They're always running, rushing to the table of contents. Or uh, not even that. They're just find a book like, or... oh, okay. And then they just quietly close it because they can't find it. Or they just leave it open in to like first Samuel and you're in first Thessalonians. And it's like, do, you, do you know what I did this, this past queer? We, we, uh, we actually did sword drills one night. Do you guys remember those? Yeah. I used to, where, we did where you yell out a reference. Last year, and I think, I think I said something like, I'm trying to remember what I did now. I think I was like, um, what, what did I say? It was it was some oh yeah it was like open your Bibles to, uh, I was like ready Elijah four chapter, verse two and they're rushing rah, rah, they're trying to find it oh my goodness poor and kids. then I just stood there and waited that poor and then, kids. and then one kid after another looked at me and was just like shaking their head or smiling <laughs> and there were several and I'm like there is no a book Elijah. of the Bible named Elijah and it's just <laughs> so that just was me exposing something but. <laughs> So maybe it's my own fault, right? But, yeah, you're teaching so, bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, really, it's not just that too. It's it's teachers of the Bible who are ill-equipped themselves. Yes. You know, and and there are guys who are in ministry who you know, and we say this to you lovingly. Maybe you shouldn't be, or maybe you shouldn't be yet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or in you know, and, and you yourself need to learn the Bible to properly equip. Others, you know, I mean, what does Paul say to Timothy in Second Timothy? Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman who will, does not need to be ashamed. Like that's a pretty serious statement. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll throw this out there too, just from my own life experience. Uh, you know, if they, if I had gotten hired right out of my Bible college, I had four years of Bible. I would have it, I would have not been ready to make students bi- to Bible literate. I also wouldn't have had a focus on the scriptures. I loved God's word, but my, in my mind, my mind about youth ministry was to me it seemed like a really fun place to be inside of church and in ministry. Um, it wasn't until I had practical learning in an internship and a man that mentored me that honed me in to say that the word the word is center is the central point of what you're going to be doing. Yeah. Then 
additionally started equipping me with resources and and apply and then I got excited about it because I was working in the ministry at that point. Yeah. Um, and so again, you know, uh, th- but there are people that get hired out there, individuals that get hired by churches because sometimes churches are looking for that person. Wow, this guy really relates with students. He's so friendly. Wow, this guy's got very creative event planning. You know, he really can connect with the students. Those all those things are very good. He has good hair. So yeah, yeah, right, right, and that actually happens too. Isn't that scary that there are churches that you know they they hire by a, looks? A, yeah, it's real. But so we're saying that you know our church didn't. So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, come on. <laughs> Good work, Jared. Oh, Good work. Man. I can't reach this thing. <laughs> so what we're getting at is you know. Those leaders that are in youth ministry, the youth pastor, youth leaders, like you need, and each starts in the youth ministry starts with you guys, right? Mm-hmm. It starts that we we need to be Bible literate, we need to know God's word, we need to love God's word, we need to show the students that we open God's word, we need to be a passionate when we go into the word to encourage the students, uh, open up your Bibles, engage with me, get excited, um, and so it starts there. But we also say too, it's um, one of my frustrations, you know, we're trying to help teens, we're coming alongside of the parents as youth pastors, and what's so hard is if it's not happening in the home. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The home is the next big area, but I think before we move on to that, would you guys say that the main issue here is youth ministry that focuses on decisions for Christ or, quote, conversions versus disciples Mm. and Mm. discipleship? And what that actually looks like. You know, mm-hmm. Jesus says, make disciples of all nations, all age levels, all people. And if you can hear this, we apologize for the mowing that's going on it outside my like office symbols. right now. Like, yeah. Uh, Chris, but, uh, Chris's church has a very nice lawn. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so ministry that focuses on converts versus mm. disciples. And so, okay, they're saved. Our job is done. Like I think actually, and I'll, I'll, I'll call him out. Uh, this is not a student ministry, but Stephen Furtick at his church years ago, and he's defended this, so I, I'm sure he'd have his own argument, but he said something that whether he meant this or not, it, it's what he said. He actually said, the moment you get saved, this church is no longer for you. It is, a, it is about the unsaved. That's all that he wanted to be about. And I think a lot of student ministries, they act like that. We're about getting kids in the door, but then that's it. And instead of discipling them. So mm-hmm. there has to be both. It has to be mm-hmm. making disciples. And then Jesus says, what do you say? Baptizing them and teaching them to obey all that I have commanded you in Matthew 28. So I think that's a big issue. The second thing, though, th- this is even bigger, is the home. Because the student, the, the children's ministry can be poor in this area. The student ministry can be poor in this area. By golly, the churches at large can be poor in this area. But parents need to be discipling their, their 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 children and teaching them the word of god from a young age and how to understand the word of god mm-hmm. is is a big is a big thing so yeah that's we're venting about that but for what's uh, how do we how do we encourage that as uh, youth leaders and youth pastors well i think that's what's part of your focus is is so is your focus only to be the main teacher and preacher to your students and that's how you're going to fix it mm-hmm. or do you see that as a supplement to what mom and dad do at home mm-hmm. which means that your church's focus as a whole can't just be you yeah. your church has to focus on equipping parents yeah encouraging them and family bio reading plans or or finding ways to engage them in the lessons that are being taught in in Sunday school or a youth group or whatever but having that follow-up like hey this is what we're talking about read it this week or read in preparation like that would be wonderful right if your kids all came 
having read the passage that you're going to be yeah. teaching yeah. on, and they've discussed it with their parents, and now it's like, oh, let's have a dialogue about this rather than, like, in their small, like, obviously they're still preaching and they're teaching, but yeah. like. Another reason we need to be Bible literate is right now in the world in general, and especially America, it, it's, there, it used to be that everybody had a general knowledge of who God was, what the Bible was. They they could even give you a definition of sin. They could have told you, almost everyone could have told you who Jesus was. Almost most of America probably could have quoted John 3.16. Sure. Right? But now we're at a point that, you know, people don't even know sin. Sin is not a discussion or something the world wants to even talk about. Mm. The, there are even students now that don't even know who Jesus is. Right. So we need to be Bible literate enough so that we can actually explain and define sin on the spot to deal with redemption, to deal with who God is, to deal with that he's just, and to deal with the word mercy, grace, all these words that we, we just kind of spit out. Yeah, but to be Bible literate, you need to know that you need to know and be able to explain that in your teaching as you're going. Yeah, and I, youth pastor, parent, youth leader, let me encourage you with this. Um, I was talking to a parent the other day, and uh, and I I used this illustration just kind of came, came to my brain. Uh, it was a gift of the spirit, I think, in that moment. And I, I, I and I shared with her because this is a, a dear mom who cares a lot about her girls. Um, and, and what they're going through, what they're facing at school, and she wants to equip them. Um, and, and she and I said, you know, look, let me encourage you. You know, sanctification, growth, Bible literacy, all of those things are not a concrete pour. It's a brick by brick masonry project. You lay one brick at a time every week, every day, boom, 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 boom. And then you, re you reinforce that with love and it holds together. And then that wall, by the time you send them off, is pretty strong. If you treat ministry or Bible literacy like I'm just going to, here, here's the mold and I'm just going to dump it in and it's going to be fixed overnight, it's going to crack, it's going to fall apart, it's not going to hold brick by brick, every week, every day. So that's why a pattern of teaching the Bible is important, not just sending them to camp or sending them to even a one-year Bible school real quick when they graduate for the college. Like that's all good, but you, you need to be doing the day in, day out. You know, years are made up of weeks or months or weeks and then days and then hours. How you use today matters. Mm. I can preach. How to use today matters. Slogan. Ooh. Throw that on your bumper sticker. I will. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to this episode of Another Youth Ministry Podcast. Please connect with us on Instagram at Another YM Podcast, or you can email us at Another YM Podcast at gmail.com. See you later. <laughs>